Season 2 I sound a little cracky right there man It's all good The 2022-23 NBA season Is officially upon us Yes Months of waiting I know I didn't do playoff episodes It is what it is Off season was lit The draft was lit Everything was lit Preseason was cool Now we back to the real games Welcome to the first episode of season 2 of 10 on the clock Y'all already know who I am But if you don't know, this is your first time listening I'm Tyrone Smith I also go by Wrong to Exclusive Hustle Bandit, Sneaker Bandit I own an island out in the Caymans called Four Point Island And even though right now I ain't had a haircut in about 3 months I am the original Daytona 360 Alive and in the flesh It's a lot to talk about But y'all already know the agenda of this show I don't talk too much about nothing I try to break down One week of action Into a 10 minute episode So to continue the tradition Or trying to start a new tradition Of actually doing 10 minute episodes Because I always go over about a couple minutes We gonna go straight into the content And we gonna start off With a new segment on the show called Four Point Island Chronicles. Let's get into it. Now, I know y'all wondering what in the world is Four Point Island Chronicles. Let me break it down to you. This is a segment where I break down four interesting stories from the past week of action. I try to break it down because it's a lot to talk about, but it's not really too much that you really want to hear. I'm just trying to break down some of the content that I just found to be very interesting going starting out the season. So first off, we're going to start off with the Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz are undefeated right now. What? The Utah Jazz are undefeated right now. Now, if you would have told me that they would have went 3-0 starting the season, I definitely wouldn't have believed you. I thought maybe they could get a game. But not three games against some quality opponents in Denver, Minnesota, and New Orleans, who I'm going to talk about a little later. But the Utah Jazz are playing some inspired basketball. They got a lot of players that are just looking to prove themselves. Players that were on championship contending teams that were traded because they felt that they needed another piece to complete their championship puzzle. The players that they traded weren't good enough to help them get over the hump. And that's how they playing, man. They got guys who's playing inspired basketball. Shout out to Lori Marketed, Edger Vanderbilt, Colin Sexton, all them guys out there. Now, I don't know if it's going to continue. The Victor Wimbanyama sweet stakes is it's, it's still early, so I'm pretty sure they're going to want to do everything in their power to not be a contender. But at the end of the day, when you're an athlete and you just a professional at anything that you do, you just want to compete. So shout out to the Jazz for competing and getting three impressive wins to start up the season. Not insane. Another team that I'm very impressed with is the Pelicans. The Pelicans are out there playing some inspired basketball. Now, the Pelicans is a team that I always low-key been high on. I love their depth. Even though they lack a true point guard, CJ McCollum isn't a point guard to me. So that was one thing that's always been kind of harped on me with the Pelicans is the lack of a point guard. But 
But you got guys like Jonas Valanciunas, Brandon Ingram, Zion is back. Even though he got hurt, he had a hip contusion in last night's game against Utah. This team is poised to make a run. And the way that the Lakers are playing, they are going to add more depth to that team because they have a they have the Lakers unprotected first round pick. And right now, the way they're looking, they're not looking too good. So who knows what more talent is going to be added to this already stacked roster. But despite the loss, New Orleans is looking like a serious contender in the Western Conference. I'm the man up in this piece. Another serious contender, this time out east, we're going to talk about the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, they were dealt with a, a very key injury when Darius Garland went out. But Donovan Mitchell has come in and has embraced the role that he embraced in Utah. A lot of people say, who, which team is better? Is the Donovan Mitchell-led Utah Jazz better or the Donovan Mitchell-Cleveland Cavaliers better? And it's without a question, the Cavaliers are a way better team than what Utah had. Even though I've, I've liked Utah, I thought Utah was going to win a championship one year. Donovan Mitchell has scored 30 points in each of the first three games that he's played. That's impressive. And then you still have guys. It's just a, it's a nice assortment of youth and, and veteran leadership. It's just a, it's a nice, well-rounded team. And you got to think, you're going to get Darius Garland back. The Cavs are playing pretty well. They're in that upper echelon of the Eastern Conference. So, shout out to the Cavs. A very impressive win last night against the Chicago Bulls. Shout out to the Cavs. Damn, damn, damn. And last but not least, we got to talk about the soap opera in L.A. They are 0-3 right now. LeBron James, he's doing his best, averaging 27, 11, and 7. Anthony Davis is giving you about 20 points, 9 rebounds, 2 steals, 2 blocks. But Russell Westbrook, Westbrook is on a mission. And I'm not saying that in the most positive way that I could possibly say that. He is on a mission to destroy this team in any possible way that he can. I don't care what nobody say. As a Laker fan base and as Laker players and as Laker management, y'all kind of brought this upon yourselves. Y'all brought him in. It wasn't a great fit to begin with. Y'all brought him in. You knew what he was. And then you scapegoat him as if he was the main problem why the team didn't do as well as a lot of people expected him to do. It wasn't all his fault. They knew they knew this shit. They knew they needed shooting around uh, LeBron and AD. But they didn't go against shooting. They went and got another slasher who's going to crowd the paint. Who makes LeBron James now have to be a shooter. Who now makes Anthony Davis have to be a shooter. And he's not the greatest at doing that. He's not Steph. That first game against Golden State. He was making me so mad with all the three-point shots he was taking. You dominated in the paint. Get down in the paint. Do your thing, bro. This is what the Lakers have asked for. This is what the Lakers are getting. You bring Pat Beverly in. You know the beef that they had. This is all on them. I would not be surprised. If Westbrook is out on the fences and they make him sit down for the rest of the year. Another new segment on the show. Well, it's not new. It's kind of old, but it's new in my eyes. We're going to do the money plays for the week. Now, basically, this is my last of the week last year, which I dominated last year. I really dominated those last year. But instead, I'm not doing weekly games this week. Instead, I'm going to pick a day out of the week, and I'm going to pick those games 
those will be my locks of the week, sort of say. But you can kind of take my my plays. You can take you can take it to the bank because I'm pretty sure I'm gonna win these these picks. Thursday is four games that I'm really looking forward to watching, and I think that these picks are picks that you guys should play if you're into the betting thing and all that good stuff. So we got the. Brooklyn Nets and the Dallas Mavericks, and I'm gonna go with the Nets to beat the Mavericks. You got the Clippers and the Oklahoma City Thunder. I got the Clippers to beat the Thunder. The Miami Heat and the Golden State Warriors. Give me Miami to beat the defending champions. And Memphis and Sacramento, you can go ahead and give me John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies. Player of the week for the Eastern Conference is going to be Jason Tatum. 33 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal in the block. The Celtics went 3-0. And for the West Coast, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give it to Dane, who put up 41 against the Lakers, who has two 41-point games, matter of fact. But he averaged 34 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, shot 47% from the field, and 36% from 3. And as I said, the Blazers went 3-0. And this has been my quick little introductory episode back into the fold. I appreciate y'all rocking out with me. I appreciate y'all listening. I'm Tyrone Smith. I'll holla at y'all next week. Peace.